Hey y'all, yes, welcome once again to Umami Conversation. This is part two of my conversation with Ernestina Francois. Part two gets even more juicier, okay, as I mentioned already. So stay tuned. Just a little reminder, we finished part one where Ernestina explaining how it is important for society or women to really vibrate high together. And I asked her a question, which was, How do we vibrate high when we live in such a patriarchal society? Let's see what Ernestina says. Inclusiveness to one another, Mm. like our care for one another, be louder. Mm. It has to be louder. But Ernestina, I, I get what you're saying, right? But we live in such a society that is... And, and I have such a hard time saying this word for some reason, maybe because I'm like, I speak French, so some words are hard for me to say. But don't you, you know, we live in a society that's very like patriotical. Patriarchy, yeah. Yeah, that word, okay? Um, and don't you think it makes it even harder? For women to actually do that and then not only women but like just us women of color to actually get to a place because i think i was reading something i was listening to something and they said that listen there's the men there's the white women and then the black woman actually the black woman is like at the bottom she's she's just at the bottom of this of this of this list right so is it is it possible for that frequency to be so high, to vibrate so high that it goes above this um, periodical way that this society has been built on for centuries and centuries and get to that place where we actually all roll on that frequency. Mm-hmm. I find that it's, um, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a lot of work. Like Exactly. It is a lot of work, but the one piece of the puzzle that is missing here is I th- I really believe that hierarchy that you just mentioned, the man, mm-hmm. the white woman, then the black woman, can be really revert to all of us being on equal horizontal plat- platform. Wow. Only, only mm-hmm. if black women... Mm. Stop the notion of waiting for validation. Woo! You, you just gave me shivers right there. Okay. Okay. Because wow. I'll tell you this, and this is where I get in trouble with a lot of people. <laughs> okay. Get in trouble, sis. I said, why are you waiting? And why are you waiting? Let me finish this thought first. Why are you waiting for someone to give you a platform for you to manifest what has been given to you by your creator? You don't need any validation from nowhere. And we have to stop waiting for for that. And the reason why I say we have to stop waiting for that is, yes, we live in, like if you take yourself and myself, we live in a white man's land, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We live in a white man's land. So therefore, it should be really hard for us to pierce into areas that, uh, you know, the white man, quote unquote, you Mm -hmm. know, um, is the head or the shepherd Mm -hmm. of it. Mm -hmm. It should be really hard. Mm -hmm. But I sit here and I tell you, no, it shouldn't be. Because where what you are trying what you and I will try and do when we are 
you know, trying to pierce into this white man's field is mm-hmm. to be like the white man. Wow. But that's not what we're supposed to be. Wow. I'm not supposed to be like somebody else. I'm not supposed to be Amma. I'm supposed to be me. And I'll be me the way, the best way I know how by doing me and not waiting for anybody to validate what I do. The moment I stop waiting for validation, I pierce through territorial spirits. Wow. I can move through waves that no one can move through because I'm not waiting for you to say, oh, I think, uh, Ernestina, you have come far. Yes, you have this degree. Sure, you can do that. No, we have seen it over and over again. There are people in, well, I'll use Hollywood as an example. Yeah. How many black men in Hollywood making it through God knows what? Tyler Perry, as an example. Mm. Tyler Perry has a studio that is bigger than my house, my whole entire mm. house, <laughs> you know? Mm. And his mm. studio is built on, well, his studio is actually the same. Uh, the last time I was reading it, I think it's the same building that. Mm you know, black men were being enslaved Mm -hmm. and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. the role has reversed, Mm -hmm. right? Now, if Tyler Perry was waiting to have some white man tell him, uh, I don't know, the history of the land and then tell him, um, okay, you know, you can't use this. You can't, you know, you men, black men shouldn't own this because it has been in the hand of slave masters for if he was waiting to get permission to obtain this land, I'm sure he would not own it. If he was waiting for people to tell him um, that you can do this type of videos or this type of shows, the guy took chances. He just be himself. I mean, I'm not a Tyler Perry big fan, but I, mm-hmm. what I have read is what I am giving out. Mm-hmm. If we take people like... Um, uh, what's his name? Denzel Washington. We have Denzel. We mm-hmm. have, uh, I'm just naming little. Mm-hmm. Um, now let's go to motivational speakers. We have Les Brown, Miles Monroe. Mm-hmm. We have um, mm-hmm. who got so many. Mm-hmm. Look at this new, uh, the comedian that came in here, um, Trevor Noah, mm-hmm. all the way from South Africa. Mm-hmm. Like, these are men that are making history happen, but we on the back end that are watching them, we are waiting for a white man to validate them so that we can accept them for who they are. And to me, the role is, is misconstrued. It's, it's just mm. not right. So mm. if Amma and I can stop being who? Who are we trying to? Well, for me, I mean, when I was growing up, I wanted to be Janet Jackson, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think I wanted to be Janet Jackson too. <laughs> I wanted to be Janet Jackson. So if I stop striving to be like Janet and I be Tina, right? I be Ernestina. Janet and Ernestina can both coexist in the frame where there is no competition or Janet doesn't need to validate my smile. That's what I was going for. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. I don't have to validate her smile. Like the white man has no 
power. That's the word I'm looking for. He has no power over who we can become unless wow. we surrender our power to him or them. Wow. I need to breathe for a minute there. That that was um uh, <laughs> I literally need to breathe for a minute. That was very intense. That was um an eye opener, a, a real eye opener. And everything that you said, like there was just like ideas and stuff popping out of my head. Mm. And it really made me think about this quote that they say, um, there, I think there's different forms in that quote that if they won't give you a seat at a table, bring your folding chair, or if they won't give you a seat at a table, make your own table. You know, if they won't give you a seat, then you create your own seat. That's right. You don't need their seat, you, you know. Don't. And I, you, you made a point there when you talk, when you spoke about validation, and it's it's actually making me very very emotional at this stage because mm. for so long I think that um, just as as women, we've always wanted to be validated and accepted, you know. Always wanted to just be like, yo, hear me out. Like, can I get a moment at the seat with the boys, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. as you said, they do not hold us. They have absolutely no power over who we are. And if we are individuals, and, and I mean, I know that not all Black people are spiritual or, be mm -hmm. or believe mm -hmm. or anything, but from those that I've met along my path, a lot of them have some sense of spirituality. Mm -hmm. And if we have this sense of spirituality, we understand that our, our existence is not in the hands of these, these men, these white men, in the hands of society. But our lives are literally in the hands of this creator that put inside of us these callings and these gifts and all of these things to help this world, you know. And I and and, and I actually have a feeling that even like as a, as an African descent woman, they have there's this fear, not us fear, but fear of us, mm -hmm. fear of what we can do. So it goes back to the place of power. That's right. So the only thing that they could hold or, or, or keep us away from achieving or doing or being is this power that they think that they have over us. But you really made a valid point where we have to get to that place where this notion of wanting validation from somebody else, regardless of who the person is, whether it's your sister, your brother, your mother, your father, the white man, the white lady, the black, whoever that it is, you, we do not need any form of validation from anybody. As long as we know that God has validated us and that he has placed us on this earth for a purpose and a plan and whatsoever that he's put us on this earth for, then we strive and we get it and we go for it, you know? And it might seem so genre, sorry, I'm speaking in French. It might seem so far-fetched, you know? It might seem so like, oh, this is... 
this is never gonna happen. Like, let's look at somebody like Kamala Harris. I don't follow, I don't follow politics at all. I don't watch the news at all. The way that this woman has been praised, you know, for, for being where she is right now and being the vice president of the United States, <laughs> you know, like just that, just that in itself, you know, and I think that that is probably one of the things about her. She did not ask for validation. Mm-mm. She didn't ask anybody. She not. She didn't. She positioned herself where she needed to be positioned, and was chosen. As much as I, I believe that the choosing was done on purpose. However, <laughs> we won't go there. <laughs> we won't go there. That's what I'm saying. But she, she, you know, like homegirl is still there at the end of the day, you know, and, and, and these things honestly is is great, especially for I think the American women. American young girls that are coming up to really see that, yo, it's possible. It's really, really possible, you know? And wow. Yeah. I'm just kind of baffled from what you said. Um, I do have another question, unless you want to add anything, um, anything else to what you said. I was just going to say, um, when you mentioned the young people that are looking ahead and looking at uh, Kamala, Kamala and saying that it is possible Yes, it is possible. I was reading um, the other day and it was uh, a story about how as people of society or even women, if um, you really want, if you really want that validation to be where you need to be, if you really do need that validation, then there's only one thing that you, you should do is that whatever you're doing, you do it so well that you're the only one that can do it that well. Mm, yeah. If you want that validation, yeah. But we should not strive for that validation. But if you do want that validation, then you should be the only one that can do whatever it is that you're doing that is needed the best. Mm. That there should be no counterpart to you. And we all know that that is in itself a very the hardest challenge in human life. Like it's, it's just yeah, it impossible. So if you can do that, right, because it's impossible, then you do what's best. Take a seat at the table when you want. Mm. You know, don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Wow. Like I'm like I'm hot. <laughs> like my whole body is hot. Like this it it like everything you said just pierced through like my body, I'm telling you. Um wow. Um honestly Ernestina, I had some other questions, but I don't think I could take them. <laughs> I think my brain <laughs> Like honestly, I think you've you've like you know this 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 is called like umami conversation, right? It's savory, savory conversations, oh. delicious conversations, and you've I'm full. You've given me like oh, wow. so much. That's- I don't know about my our our listeners, but um maybe we'll do like a part three, four, five. Oh my but goodness. Before- <laughs> 
But before before we go, I just want to play a little something. Um, it being the month of March and it being um, Women International Month. Um, International Women's Day. Day, day, yeah. So is it just the day or is it like the whole month that they celebrate it? Um, I know there are a few that do a whole month sort of celebration, like uh, almost like a Black History Month sort of, but mm-hmm. it's a day. Nationally, it's a day, it's a day set aside. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I always thought it was like month. Okay. So it's just that that March eighth. The day. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's cool. Um, so could you share with us like three women, could be any women that you admire, um, that have inspired you and why? Oh my. Uh okay. So the first woman, wow, I, I, I hope uh, all of them are not listening. <laughs> <laughs> Someone doesn't get picked. Her name is mm. Alma. You can go after her. <laughs> no problem. I'm ready for it all. <laughs> uh, the first woman that I would say is my mom. I always say for you can look at how a person is and trace them to the root of where they came from. So it's uh, my mother is the first uh, woman I would say um, I admire her the most. This lady, oh my gosh. <laughs> like when I was growing up, I I really didn't like the way she was because she's a woman that literally you could be slapping her and she will be in one hand giving you a hug at the same time. I'm like, woman, wow. what are you doing? <laughs> but to see her and how people have sort of like trampled over her, mm. but yet her confidence and her sense of self has never been, you know, questionable. It's amazing to me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she always told us when we we're growing up, a child is su- supposed to supersede the parent, you know, mm-hmm. like do better than the parents. So I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, this confidence I'm taking and this self, <laughs> self-awareness self I'm taking and I'm going to do it more. I haven't mm-hmm. been there yet. If you slap me, I'll slap you back. We'll just say that. You won't turn the right cheek. Not the yet. Cheek. Not okay. yet. Not yet. Um, so my mother, my mother, my mother is uh, the number one person. Um, the other lady I say I really admire is a woman in the Bible named Priscilla. Mm. Now, Priscilla was um, Aquila's uh, wife. Mm-hmm. And Priscilla was a woman that takes the takes the whole nation, you know, mm-hmm. where she was at, makes robe for the kings and the royals that were surrounding her. But she was not making them herself. She actually reproduce herself in all the people that were in the city that she lived in and help them identify with themselves to know who they are, making the robes, teaching them. I mean, she was a superwoman. Mm. And so Priscilla, when I read Priscilla's uh, story, it just, she's a woman of confidence, number one, a woman of confidence, and she knows how to treat a man, her husband. Mm. And she knows mm. how to treat society. And these three things, neither of them contradict each other. You know how sometimes in society, like if I want to be a perfect wife, then mm. my my home kind of, my children kind of will lack a little bit. No, mm. 
Priscilla did all of these three things equally with the mm-hmm. same seal and the same power. Amazing woman. So Priscilla is wow. like on my wall. She is, mm. she is like my, my go-to woman. Every time I'm feeling my confidence is going down a bit. Mm-hmm. I look at Priscilla. Priscilla. Like yeah. That. Now the third woman that I look up to, it's not a woman. It's mm-hmm. women in society. Mm. For me, I say, um, it doesn't matter who you are. You can be three, you can be 30, you can be 300. You can have, mm-hmm. you can lack, you can be in a process of searching or in a quest. Each of these levels I can benefit from. Mm-hmm. So I look at women around me and women that I encounter, women that are in my circle, and I just learn from each one of them what does this person bring to my life? How do they express me? Because Mm. if you look at it, everybody that you come across, they express some sort of you. Yeah. Right. They're a reflection of you. They're a reflection of you. So Um, I, you know, I look at women in general around me. So it's not one particular room. So these three categories are my influence. Wow. That's so beautiful. Do you have any last remarks or or last words um, to tell the world to our listeners? Uh, hmm. I think we've said a lot. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. We've really said a lot, but mm-hmm. I, the last thing that I will leave with the audience or the listeners today is that we shouldn't look at what someone can do for us. Never. As a woman, as a man, as a child, as an adult, don't look at what someone can do for you. Always be the first to do it for someone. Because mm-hmm. if we are going to help one another, are we going to get to where we are going or where we want to be? If we're going to get there, it would take us first to do it for someone, to push someone ahead for that person to look back and say, that Mm. person was part of my journey. Mm. That recognition that we don't give importance to is the voice of our calling. Because we are not all called to be on a platform. We are not mm. all called to be picking garbage. or do, mm. Everyone is called to a position. Mm. And if I'm doing mine the best I know how, and you're doing yours the best you know how, we are going to be in a better place as a society, as individual, in an inclusive biosphere where we are all going to excel and be happy, happy in fulfillment because we have fulfilled wow. what we need to do. Don't wait for someone. Be the first. Always. <sighs> okay, guys, I'm done. That's a wrap. I'm out. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> well, honestly, Ernestina, thank you. Like, I, yeah, I need to, you know, when you eat so much and you're full, mm. I need to go sit and unbuckle your pants and like just digest the food well. <laughs> This is what I'm going to do. So, guys, thank you so much for tuning in today. And we're, we're gone. Bye. I'll do the same. <laughs> wow. This conversation, honestly, from the first part to the second part taught me so much. 
And one, the one thing that I am taking away or I've taken away from it is the notion of validation and waiting for somebody to validate me before I can do, before I can be, before I could show up. So I want to encourage you out there, whether you are a man or a woman, to not wait for anybody to validate you. You are your own person. You have the abilities and the capabilities to do great things. And I know that sometimes it may seem very complex and it may seem like, oh, this is impossible. But how about we change our mindset and really roll on this higher vibration where we see ourselves greater than what, you know, maybe the world out there sees us. It is so important that when we are going out there and we are doing work and we are showing up in the world, that we have this sense of appreciation of self, this sense of knowing that we are enough. I know that a lot of times it is hard to really just, you know, be like, I'm enough, you know, and and just have that, that confidence, but without that without you validating yourself, then it's going to be hard. Then we're just always going to be at the same place. So please, to my beautiful listeners out there, once again, do not wait for somebody to validate you before you put your stuff out there. Do not wait for somebody to validate you before you go to that school, go back to that school. Do not wait for somebody to validate you before you start that business. Do not wait for somebody to validate you before you start that artwork, put that artwork out, do that business. Whatsoever that it is, go out there and do it. And remember, failure does not mean that it's done. Failure is just another way of preparing you or giving you just another chance to do it better, to do it greater, to do it stronger. So once again, don't wait for validation. Let's go out there and let's be great. And, you know, throughout this whole conversation, we could have named so many women. We could have said so much about the various women in our society that are doing great things, especially women, um, black women, brown women out there, indigenous women out there that are really, really doing amazing things in the world. However, at this moment, because we didn't get the chance to name them all, I just want to actually have a toast. Yes, I want to have a toast. So I have my glass here. It's my glass of water. (laughs) And if you are at home, it would be really amazing if you grab your glass. I know that we're not in each other's faces, um, looking at each other and, you know, doing the eye thing. But I really want us to have a toast to every single woman out there, to that woman that was strong, that came out of that abusive relationship and kept thriving. I want to toast to you, to that woman that got duped by that man and then had a child with that man. I want to toast to you, to that entrepreneur that said that was said no so many times and still continued to thrive to strive, actually, I want to toast to you, to every single mother out there, 
any woman that has lost a child, any woman that is unable to have children, any woman that is just out there doing their thing and going through their healing processes to become the best versions of themselves, I want to toast to you, to every single woman up in these streets, showing up. Every woman that had experienced every form of mental health issues, but are still showing up and are unapologetical about showing up. I want to toast to you, to the women that are still struggling to find themselves, to find their own identity, to the women that are just going through so much and are unable to come out of any situation they're in. I still toast to you. I toast to you knowing that you are able, you have all the ability inside of you to come out stronger, that you will seek the help that is necessary. I toast to you. I toast to your life. I toast to you finding yourself again. I toast to you finding and loving yourself again. I want to toast to every single woman out there, like everyone, everybody, known and unknown, wherever that you are. If you is a woman, then I toast to you, baby girl. With love and light, I want to toast to your success, not the type of success that society shows us, but to the success that you, that you create for yourself. We are more than able. We are more than capable women. We are strong. We are powerful. And there is nothing that can stop us but ourselves. So with this, with my glass up, I toast to every single woman out there. Cheers. Cheers.